Hello everyone, and welcome back to Lyric Satiric, where we take uh, some popular music from back in the day and dissect and autopsy the lyrics in order to find out what's really behind the lyrics of these songs we've been uh, cheering along and listening to and putting on advertisements and things throughout the days. Yeah. So what have we got today? Today we'll be covering Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. Oh yeah. Hey, so rather than 70s, we're going late 60s now. We're going mm -hmm. back even further. <laughs> yeah, we're going back in time. Yeah, Rolling Stones, obviously one of the biggest rock bands on the planet. Uh, another English rock band. Um, and uh, It's interesting, because this is your second choice, and, and both of your choices uh, have been used, like, a lot. You know, yeah. like, like this is another one where it's like, if you think you've never heard the Rolling Stones before, you've heard this song. You've definitely heard bits of it in adverts or in trailers or, you know, like it, it's been used. Oh, uh, yeah, it, it, OK, so uh, it's been used in The Simpsons. It's been used in The Daily Show, uh, Dexter, uh, Ford versus Ferrari, Nip Tuck, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Layer Cake. Uh, that 70s show, Casino, Goodfellas, uh, Adventures in Babysitting, <laughs> it's been used everywhere. Yeah, it's it's uh, been around for a long, old time. Mm. Well, it's going to be interesting to find out the uh, you know the the meanings of the lyrics, I guess. Yeah. So let's 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 get into that. Let's give it a go. Uh, so it starts with "Ooh, a storm is threatening my very life today." If I don't get some shelter, oh yeah, I'm gonna fade away. Mm. Uh, so that fairly short, short verse, but yeah, it is a fairly short verse, and it kind of seems reasonably self-explanatory at this point. You know, I guess you don't know what the storm is. It could be a literal storm that they're taking shelter yeah. from. Um, yeah, it, it could 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 be wind and rain and and whatsoever, whatsoever, or it could the storm could be a metaphor for something else which is threatening you, mm. and you need to get some shelter or you're going by fade away again fade uh, away isn't like dying in a storm's not fading away is it you know like fade away no, sounds like but... i'm gonna get i'm gonna die from something it doesn't sound very storm like it which makes me think the storm might be something else this, this but again this storm. is although it's a a, a a british band uh an english band i should say um Gunner. they're still very americanized mm -hmm. Uh, and the sort of term fade away typically is associated with death. You know, like I'd rather burn out than fade away, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it, so it, there is potentially like a, an allusion to if you don't get some shelter from this thing that's happening, whether it be literal storm or metaphorical one, it, it potentially could be the end of my life kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it kind of gets into a bit more of the meat potatoes with, with a refrain going war children it's just a shot away it's just a shot away war children it's just a shot away it's just a shot away um which obviously makes you think of war and the way that it's like war children it's like they're speaking to the children I yeah get the I, I i certainly in the lyrics that i've looked up there is a comma so it's not war children it is war <laughs> children like i'm telling you war yeah. is a shot away you know um the it, one it, wrong action away i think is what that you know yeah. that's what i take from it exactly yeah the the tensions around the world if one wrong shot gets fired it could trigger war mm. and so that that gives creed to the um opening 
verse being the storm is threatening being the threat of war you know being being yes. on the precipice of war and if i don't get shelter maybe bomb shelter or whatever mm. uh, i'm gonna fade away it's gonna end my life kind of thing yeah yeah and it goes on saying "Ooh, the fire is sweeping our very streets today uh burns like a red coal carpet mad bull lost its way so i mean um, that to me sounds like you know like a nuclear weapon going off you know it, it fire sweeping the streets and red red coal carpet um, yeah that's that's yeah, uh, it, it, it's such a horrible it, visual like a fire and brimstone kind mm, of yeah uh, prophecy uh in, in our streets as well so it's yes. not like war in another country it's like it's literally going to we're gonna see it here yeah. and the mad mad bull lost its way tells me that they're, they're saying that it's chaotic it's not going to be a case of this happened because of this it's it's not going to make sense this is going to no. be absolute chaos the other way i could see it is saying the fire is sweeping our streets today and how chaotic it is it could be the uh response domestically to war in another country could create uh unrest sure right yeah yeah or molotov cocktails and that kind of thing like we've lost our way our society has lost its way and is as a result um yeah the, yeah like you said maybe the government's response um yeah interesting i hadn't thought of that but yeah i can see that it goes back into war children's just a shot away it's just a shot away war children's just a shot away it's just a shot away as that refrain again and then it twists and says rape murder it's just a shot away it's just a shot away rape murder it's just a shot away it's just a shot away rape murder it's just a shot away it's just a shot away which is suddenly the use of those words is to war children as in you're warning these children you're suddenly saying the words rape and murder which is such such, such a jarring thing to hear it really is and i and i think that word you know the word rape it's just like whenever you hear it in a in a song is shocking even today yeah. i i find it very shocking whenever i hear it you know um and i i love the uh the escalation in this song like you said it, it's like intentionally jarring mm. going from that war children that that kind of almost i'm warning you children to this like rape murder it's, it's like whoa jesus okay yeah, again, um, it's super super sinister, like the last song, the, the songs that well, we covered as well. It has a really dark element to it. I mean, it already did, yeah, but it this did. just takes it much further. And I feel like there's, it, this, it feels this... like there's an intentional shock value. Oh, for sure. Um, but what I was just thinking is this actually uh, is making me think what you said may be true. That it's actually domestic violence. Because now we're like falling into rape and murder just being a shot away. Like, you know, society breaking down <clears throat> and these, you know, these, these awful, uh, awful things happening is just a shot away. You know, that that mad ball um, lost lost your way. Um, mm. Like we've if we lose our way as a society, if society collapses, then you know this is what we can expect this kind of you know the worst of humanity and it also makes me think of war atrocities as well very but true yeah yeah if it is about if it's it is talking about the war abroad 
it's also saying that not only are we going to go to war and people will die but these but horrendous hor- things are going to happen yeah historically most wars have war atrocities that have happened within it where you have these horrific scenarios that people are just not designed for yeah. either physically or psychologically and bad things happen and it, it, it it's so in a way it only takes tipping over that edge for it to become that yeah which is the way it's just—it's just a shot away. It's like it's—it's it's right. It's just about to happen, and yeah. the, the amount of care that we have to have to prevent that from happening, but it's still a threat, like a constant threat of it being there. Mm, yeah, terrifying. Yeah, and in fact, it goes on to say, mm, "A flood is threatening my very life today. Give me, give me shelter, or I'm going to fade away." And and again, it's it, it's it's bringing it back think, to that storm allegory. Yeah, it is certainly the storm and extreme weather being used as a metaphor for this. But it's this clearly not <laughs> what we're talking about course. here. Yeah, yeah, we're clearly talking about about but war. But yeah, a flood is a flood is kind of an unstoppable force, as you say. Um, yeah, that, that's very much what it is. It's it's like that unstoppable uh, spread of of war and and war atrocities is a shot away, and once it yeah. starts much like a flood it, it you're not going to stop it it's going to do what it's going to do if if you lo- if we lose control of this it's just going to grow you know yeah if you let the mad bull loose then it's it's going to yeah. burn the streets around you and it's just like oh, <laughs> this is horrific um it then goes on to uh war children it's just a shot away 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 and then it switches again and goes i tell you love sister it's just a kiss away. It's just a kiss away. Kiss away. So this and is really repeats that to the I, end. I don't know about you, but I took this really sinister, uh, particularly because it's the male vocal that starts with the "I'll tell you, love, sister." It's a kiss away, and then the female comes in. It it's like, hey, it's just a kiss. It's just a kiss. And and you know, considering we've been talking about the rape and murder and everything else i don't know it, it's hard for me because i'd like to see it and just be like oh look love it's it's just a kiss away and it and it's positive but after all of this negative i i just do you know what i mean like I, i'm struggling yeah. i'm struggling to come back and be like but also love is a shot away and i guess I it think- is but it's just like i don't know after everything i've read i'm struggling to yeah i, I suppose i see it as a, it's a late 60s 70s song True. and that kind of the summer of love summer kind of, of love era. yeah yeah uh, and so to me I, I i do see it as that anti-war uh-huh. war is a shot away but if you let love into your heart then love is a kiss away it's just a kiss away and sure. it's, it, it's sort of like the precipice between absolute disaster and healing mm-hmm. is equidistant we we just need to choose love instead of choosing hate in order to prevent yeah the 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 absolute chaos and disaster and flood and storms of violence that that could be coming on the answer for it and mm-hmm. so it's, to me it's it's a positive it's all of this horrific stuff with that little ray of hope at the end yeah just that one but here is your option yeah yeah it's, it's the first it's, song we've it's... done this had a really positive ending if that's the case so you know that well, positive yeah. message at the end because the rest of them were like oh we're slaves and now we're 
lost. Or, but you've you know. made me question it now. now I don't worry, know. I don't know. Me. It's just the way I'm reading it. Like, like no, I, I think you're right now that you've said it because putting it in the context of the the historical period, I think that actually does make perfect sense. Uh, I, I think from my perspective, I was just reading through the lyrics uh, and, and listening to the song before we started the show. It, it's it's like you know it's war it's 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 fire sweeping it's 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 rape murder and and i hadn't considered that this last part was sincere but i think you're right i i think this is a sincere warning or or yeah. uh it's it well i guess that the first you know 90 percent of it is a warning 10 percent is an alternative you know or you could just do this you know it's like yeah. it's like they're making a list and they're like well war rape death murder or love those are your options you pick one yeah which one would you rather pick i like that I, i'm hoping that's what this is about but i guess we'll find out very soon well obviously the the co- further context to this as well is this is um just a few years short of the end of the vietnam war yes and this was towards the end of the vietnam war they'd have several years of war of um soldiers going abroad and dying and dying and dying in these horrific um conflicts by this point the news of the atrocities being committed by both sides in the war had also started filtering back because you had news agencies that were willing to go abroad and find out about some of the horrific things of the rape and murder that was happening to yeah. the indigenous people in, in Vietnam. And uh, yeah, and obviously the Rolling Stones did write this as an anti-war um, song. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is publicly how it was perceived in, in, in a lot of ways and, and uh, a lot of how Mick Jagger put it forwards um they're saying about how you know it's it wasn't war in the conventional sense it wasn't war as we knew it mm. it wasn't like world war Two. it wasn't like korea um it was nasty and horrible and people objected to it yes so it, was, it wasn't in like in world war Two. there were people obviously didn't want us to go to war but it wasn't it was um, it was more uh, it was more that it was being imposed upon us that, that we were fighting for our freedom and our uh our way of life um whereas the vietnam war was something we are getting involved in we're you know we're 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 interfering over some over there and and maybe we don't want to do that it's it's a different stance from world war one and world war two you know yeah the 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 amount of protesting that happened against the vietnam war far far outweighed the amount of protest you'd see for the majority of other wars um historically from Mm -hmm. that point point um going back in time um so yeah it makes sense in that context and obviously that adds weight to all of those lyrics even taken at face value we're seeing that element of war that element of cautionary tale to the younger generations of you know if you go down this route this is what happens and that kind of like um cautionary tale of we can't let this kind of thing happen again which is you know fits in that as well however uh, it was jointly written by both Mick Jagger and the guitarist Keith Richards. Mm-hmm. And apparently 
Richards began working on the opening riff whilst Jagger was away. And in his autobiography, Keith Richards revealed that the tension of the song was inspired by his jealousy of of Mick Jagger's relationship with uh, Pannenberg at the time. Really? And it's just like, okay, is Anita Pannenberg, who was, uh, um, uh, was Keith Richards' uh, then girlfriend, and Keith Richards was suspicious that Mick Jagger was having an affair with Anita Pallenberg. Right. And so he's like, they're off filming some stuff and doing things, yeah, and I'm movie, here right? trying, trying to write a song. And and so mm. he's writing this, this hate-fueled, like, angry song, jealous of this horrible potential end to a relationship. Oh my god. And, <laughs> and then Jagger it, comes back he's like, oh, this sounds like an anti-war song. This. <laughs> yeah, it completely twists the meaning of it and turns it into a very, very different thing, which is a really strange thing. But I, I, yeah, it was just really, really odd. Um, And they were saying about how uh, uh, they were using natural disasters of storms and hurricanes and um, flooding to evoke um like this 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 thing that you can't stop this time of war that has mm. become upon them whether they liked it or not um and again keith richards then said that it wasn't initially about vietnam or about social unrest but uh, about richards seeing keith richards seeing people scurrying for shelter from a sudden rainstorm uh during a hurricane at the time Right, so so, it, so it it was literal to begin with. That's interesting. Apparently, but that means that Keith Richards has changed his story about what it was about multiple times, which kind of makes him a bit of a, a, a an uh, an unreliable narrator, I suppose. Yeah, I I think that might be somewhat intentional. Yeah, you know, potentially. But but you know, when you look at it from the context of the the Vietnam War. It fits so. Oh, it does. It fits accurately. perfectly. It really does. It, and it, it the and the politics a... of the time, as you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, to also take this further, there's also a, a bit of it that changed during the recording of of it. And the recording story is a really interesting uh, part to it because on, on the track there are a, a, there's a female vocalist. Yes, especially towards the end and in the chorus. Yeah, so uh, again, with a female vocalist singing rape and murder as mm. well, it makes it even further jarring yeah. in that moment as well. Um, but there was a late night recording session where um, uh, Jagger and the band were in the recording session there, and the um, uh, the producer, uh, Jack Nietzsche, um, he said it would be really good if we had a female singer at the end. I know, I know someone. And right. calls in uh, Mary Clayton. Uh, and it's a late night recording session. So he actually wakes her up out of bed. Well, he literally said, was like, I know a girl. I'll go get her right now in the middle of 100%. the night. My God. 100%. Gets her to come to the studio. She comes to the studio and knocks it out of the park. Clearly. Like, I mean, it's only... an amazing performance. But like, imagine, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but the old, certainly the older I get as well. Like, it takes me a while to find my voice in the morning, you know? It gets weird. Like waking she... up in the middle of the night. She's four months pregnant at the time. Oh, my God. 
So uh, Jagger uh, and Mary Clayton have have like the next the the three verses like all towards the end of the song as she she comes in more and Clayton like complete is is screaming rape murder it's just yeah. a shot away it's just a shot away uh, and she's like really gives it the bee's knees towards the end her voice is so powerful oh, it's amazing yeah it's really good uh and uh the the uh, sorry the uh, producer jimmy miller miller was the guy who uh, thought of having the female singer on the track uh and the nietzsche was the fellow producer who contacted her um and it was it was just one of those oh i hear a female vocalist let's get one on the phone she came around did these things and uh clayton pushed her voice so hard about three minutes into the song you can hear her voice crack under the strain uh on the on the refrain on the word shot mm. uh and and murder in the third refrain as well and apparently you can hear if you if you whack up the volume mick jagger in the background going "Woo!" <laughs> like like really exclaiming wow to to mary clayton's powerful delivery like mm. how how much she she gave it everything um and so that happened and then sadly um she then lost the child and a lot of people say it was uh, that night or yeah it was upon upon returning home oh my after, god that's horrible after the recording she suffered a miscarriage which apparently some people say it was due to how much she exerted herself whilst uh, being and, pregnant and fuck the knows what time of the morning when she was dragged yeah. out of bed to do this recording oh my god that's hideous i didn't i never knew that story that's absolutely and then, horrible and then she was only credited as mary m-a-r-y not her name mary which is m-e-r-r-y so she wasn't even given her full name on the album release oh my god and her first name was misspelled that's hideous yeah since she has been very much honored and they have said that it was you know wrong that she wasn't it's like just, credited just especially given the performance that she gave and then the consequences of it oof but yeah just i just so when you listen to that song not only is there that shocking uh, lyrics like, but shocking lyrics but then what happened because of the wow. effort power behind the voice that did that the consequences just makes it a, such a tragic song and a, and a painful song in a lot of ways yeah that is absolutely awful uh but a wonderful song nonetheless uh, a, a masterpiece um and and as i said it's like rock classic yes yeah, sure. for sure for sure and as you said at the start it, it's been used for so many things um yeah a fantastic song so yeah, thank you for joining us on another dissection of uh, music lyrics from Did you call it last time an autopsy of lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> Lyrical autopsy, yeah. 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 You know, we just really just 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 dive our hands into the body of a song <laughs> and and pull out the entrails to kind of see what we can find. Yeah. It's just a short way. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. You can find more episodes on Does Productions or Does Production Podcast, uh, which can be found on all streaming services. Mm -hmm. And surfaces? surfaces? Services. And surfaces. Yeah. Yeah. Either which. <laughs> all of and them. On, and on YouTube as well. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, everyone.